What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 25. Oh my gosh. Can't believe 25 episodes. But listen, listen, I got somebody here with me. A part of the Opinionated Co-host Month. And um just like I had the freaking flyers last last week, we go way back like Cadillacs on the four flats. Yes. And yes, um yes, yes, we do. Musician, songwriter, singer, producer. <laughs> don't you know, like, hey, hey, I'm just I'm just I'm don't. just listing your credentials. That's all I'm doing, you know. You lover, know lover fighter and, and black man. Black <laughs> black man joy, black boy joy, yes. you hear me? And um graduated. In, 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 yes, in April, yes, you hear me? Yes, sir. Um, I have Apologetic here with me, a.k.a. Jace McKinley. What is up, my brother? What is going on? What's going on? How you doing, man? What's Thank happening? You for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you for coming on, brother. Man, listen, this has been this has been some some years in the making right here. This has been some... I've, I've been waiting. Listen, my man's just dropped his anticipated project. Yes. Highly anticipated. I... I I put it as highly anticipated because I am a fan, you know. Um, I'm, I'm just a fan of just my local and underground artists. Like, especially people mm-hmm. that I know who are very talented. And you have put out so many, you know, of your own material mm-hmm. and covers. Absolutely. So when you put out this this six-song EP of Equinox, <laughs> oh, Man. my God. You, first of all, let, let the people at home know who you are just... Just what you're about, and then just explain, just you know, go in brief detail like what was Equinox to you? You know, how did it because it was just so amazing? Because (laughs) no, no, it it was just like, whoa, you know, I say it was like me and and my like I said, my favorite songs is Alternative Facts and GTA. Okay, cool, you know what I'm saying? Love Alternative Facts, GTA, the production, first of all, stop. First off, amateur at best, single, but for you to do it by yourself, mm-hmm. for this to be a one man show, like how, just going into detail, how how hard it was, how much time you had mm-hmm. to put into the project, because the project is great. I think it's great. Absolutely, yes, yes. And um, before I even go into Equinox and who I am, I just thank you first and foremost for sharing your platform. Oh man, man I, no, I really appreciate it. Um, I think that. Like you said, it's years in the making, and we have to continue with our crafts. We have to continue developing ourselves Absolutely. in order to have things that we're going to be proud of in the future. You know, show your kids, like, hey, I did this. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I'm still doing this even. Man. So, um, yeah, to, to tell the, your audience who I am a little bit more, my name is Apologetic. Uh, I qualify myself first as a live performer yes. because I think that's where I shine the most. Mm-hmm. And... I also have a, some recorded things, so I like uh, your host said, your primary host. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm taking over a little bit. Ah, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, what am I saying? <laughs> right. Stuck. Stuck. Maybe if I live one of my incense. Same. Same. Ain't got no cred. Come man. on, incense. <laughs> First of all, if y'all can see it. <laughs> Wait a minute! If y'all could see this shit, yes, actually, first of all, this listen. I've known James since his freshman year in college, and what it's been almost six years. 
Damn near. Oh my god. Don't, don't tell my age, man. No, for Please. real. Don't tell mine. No, right. No. <laughs> no, no, you're talking about don't tell. <laughs> Stop it. And this man is always creative when he comes in with something. And this man just came with an instant. Yes, it's an instant comb. Comb. And it, it it's a little more potent than the sticks, but it's a little shorter time, but it's stronger, so. Like I enjoy I, them. I like that. Where right. did you get those from? These are actually from Walmart. Real cheap. They're, you can get them for less than five dollars a, a pack of like thirty of them. And I also get the longer sticks that are like fifty in a pack for ninety nine cents. Oh, she absolutely. Loves, she she loves loves it. Yeah, she potpourri, loves incense, all that oh. shit. I mean all of that. But anyway, uh, to to tell you more about Equinox, it's a it's a mixtape, yes. and it's six songs dedicated to spring, mm-hmm. and. An equinox, like the actual definition, mm-hmm. has to do with astronomy. You feel me? Right. So, like, sun, the moon, and the earth. Right. An equinox, or a solstice, mm-hmm. let's, let's call it, happens twice a year. Once mm-hmm. in the spring and once in the summer. Mm-hmm. During those days, the sun and the moon and the earth are all in a straight line. Okay. So, that allows us to have night and day at the same length for two days out of the year. Right. So... If anybody knows me, and if you don't know me, uh, I'm a somber writer. I tend to write slower songs. I tend to write more melodic tunes. But Equinox is like a yeah, revamp of that. It was, it, was yeah. very, it was very different. It's like my, my somber is balanced balanced out by the spring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That spring love, spring sex, spring emotion, spring hate. Like all these different, spring time even. And I couldn't be happier with it right now. It was very dope. I couldn't um, be happier. I I know I've listened to a, a lot of your songs, yeah. Um, especially the one you do with Frequent Flyers and everything. They, shout out to Frequent you Flyers. Feel me? Shout out. They like, knew you was coming on shit. I was like, man, shout out to my boy Jazz. Like, like, fuck that nigga. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he ain't tell us fuck that nigga. No, legit. Because I'm like, no, but it's just you know you've had those slower songs and I've loved them mm-hmm. you know because it, like you said it tailors to your your body of work absolutely and, you know how you write and just your personality just how you are period mm-hmm. but when you came out with Equinox I'm like we gonna oh, paint man. the town blue what, what a fireball <laughs> look cause oh, you know that's my drink right? take an Uber look. too what no drink and drive no drink and drive please no drink and drive don't do that. It's not a good idea. Take an Uber. No, I'm not a sponsor. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I just wanted to, you know, give you all a taste of Mr. Apologetic and what we're gonna be um in for for the show because uh we got a we got a packed show for y'all. I got some shit to talk about. Yeah, at this point okay. I just throw IG away. Um throw Snapchat away. Ah, <laughs> because we need to throw it all away. Um so we're gonna talk about Chris Brown and how who? Chris Breezy. Oh! Stop! You're not gonna come out like that! Oh. Oh. What's going on? Stop it, because he's just so super talented. Like, I just wanna. His his new song with Lil Dicky, like, it's just amazing. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get into it. It's, uh, like, oh, oh my god. recording like that. Yeah, I didn't even know, like. To be oh, honest, man. I haven't heard of, you know, the Brown since. Unfortunately, Bobby Christina's passing, so I didn't even know. No, like, Chris Brown had it. Oh, you know what? See, wow. 
you will not be doing this type of shit. Who's get this out? Man? Okay, who's, so see, who is this? Let's man? get to the next topic. <laughs> you know, I'm let me list these topics. We're gonna talk about um, Chris Brown and his Free Friday video, and talk about the Snapchat fiasco. Mm-hmm. Um, so I seen on the shade room that a sheriff was supposed to um, give seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to feeding the inmates at a prison. And instead of actually taking the money and doing the good deed, right. he took it and did his good deed, which was buy a beach house. So he we're bought gonna, a house? He bought a beach house. Not just a house, a beach house. So we're going to get into that too. And then what I really want to get into, y'all, is um, this woman stuffed a baby in her vagina. Yeah, unbirthed in this bitch. I'm not lying to y'all. This is not made up. This is not made up. I, I cannot make this up. Go Wait look. I swear to God, I cannot make this up. You can play me back all day. <laughs> Please. Yeah, a woman is. stuffs a baby in her vagina. I'm going to talk about that first because that's why it's here. My MVP of the week or my BLC of the week. See, I had a hard time choosing this week because it was a lot of people that took L's, but it was a lot of MVPs this week. So I'm going to let the people decide on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the person who really took both was maybe DJ Envy. Who? <laughs> we not gonna say this who because he being real. <laughs> 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 he being real straight. Seriously, who? No, legit from the Breakfast Club. Okay, right. And um, he had these two dudes who are commentary. Uh, interviewers, they have a show called Deuce and Marrow or something like that. And uh, he had Deuce oh, and Marrow. Yeah, yeah, Deezus and Marrow. Oh, Deezus yeah. and Marrow, they went on a breakfast club. And, uh, you know, DJ Envy checked them. Also, you know, he basically said, listen, you shouldn't have said that about my wife. You shouldn't have disrespected my wife. Because basically, I guess Deuce and Marrow, Deezus and Marrow, sorry, I'm calling you Deuce, sorry. Deezus and Marrow are. You know, was basically saying that his wife got with him for the check. You, you know, know what? I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. You know, and um, he walked about the session, and, and they were just going in on Charlemagne and how he was just talking shit and, you know, talking jokes. And I'm like, well, I don't know if he should take the MVP or the MVP of the week or the biggest loser certificate of the week. I don't know. So I want to let the people decide on that one. Yeah. If he should take the MVP of the week for leaving out and protecting his wife, which I do, you know, 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. But the biggest loser, you know, you walked out on the interview. You didn't, you, I mean, you didn't have to walk out. And then, you know, you did take the biggest loser because everybody's flaming you right now. Everybody's flaming you. And it's, it's, it's not funny, but it's funny because it's social media. And mind you, this is, if we talk about the same DJ Envy from New York at the Breakfast Club, yes. Charlamagne the guy and Angela E. Yes. So, <laughs> good promo! Right, right, right. Hire me. No, legit! <laughs> but no. I need to check. Revolt. Wasn't, wasn't he just in a scandal, you know, with the little sex toys and the Snapchat? See, Snapchat been fooling. Look yes, at the job. Yeah, no. yeah, Snapchat, Snapchat been, also, been telling bullshit. everybody. Yeah, and also, so, they, they your ass. Okay. But, um, wasn't that, you know what I'm saying? Like, infidelity? Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, yeah. so, it seems awful. Awful strange. Listen, that. that's why I said I'm going to have to let the people decide on this yeah, one. Okay. I'm, I'm literally going to have to let the people decide because it's it's to the point where um, 
Oh my God. Breaking news. Patrick just got his L's. Thank God. Hallelujah. Oh, I had to break that news. I had to break that news, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Okay, thank you. It came through on my laptop. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, and then in the second half of the show, we're going to discuss. I had James come up with the topic as, you know, as per the opinion and it calls month. Boom. He uh he wanted to discuss underground music and underground artists and uh who is my favorite and who is our favorite and how now underground is becoming the new mainstream absolutely question mark yes right? question, question mark, mark. Uh, i want to talk more about how a lot of our artists that you know we put our friends on put our family on they don't often be fit the mainstream mold you know a part of major label corporations like RCA or TDE with SZA and Kendrick, but they're independent artists, mm -hmm. and they're starting to make quite a momentum in the music industry, mm -hmm. and that includes streaming online media, yep. as well as on airplay. Yep. So, I'd love to talk about some of the underground finds that I fuck with personally, okay. and find out some from you, as well as from the people. Uh, who are y'all listening to right now? Put me on. You feel Bet. Like? <laughs> no, legit, because I love underground, um, very underground, like people... Who, um, artists, if you're very talented, mm -hmm. and I mean talented, like just don't make me a uh, a song that fits the culture. My mixtape. Um, same. <laughs> um, just don't. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Don't make. Yeah. Don't. I'm, I'm tired of hearing the same. Right. And you know we that can be going into the the the. The second half of the show, we could talk about that more. But you know, I, I just don't want to hear the same. And I'm listening to more underground uh, artists. I've been doing that on my SoundCloud mm -hmm. for years. Like I got my mainstream Apple Music, of course, of course, you gotta have. It. But you also have to have that balance. Of I have my Detroit rappers. You know, what I'm saying Fly Young. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it. Good God, I was about to go. There. <laughs> but let's get into the first half of the show. Um, so a woman stuffs a uh, uh, baby up her vagina, people. How? Like you cannot make this up. So I don't have the answer. I d I don't. No, seriously. So I gotta. Um, I had to have my friend Snapchat me this link because uh, she was like, a woman literally stuffed a baby up her vagina, and we looked at her like, "What are you talking? Mm -hmm. You're lying to me. Stop playing. You're lying to me. Like, like you cannot do this." And when I seen the picture. First of all, I love my black woman. I love her. Oh, she right? black? She, she, first of all, she's black. Oh, she was black. She was a black nanny, right? Ooh. Oh, she was very heavy. She was very big. She plus size woman. And shout out, um, shout out to my plus size sister. Shout out to my plus size sister. But she was plus size. I mean, plus plus. plus like double yeah, triple A. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, thirty one, and she decided. That she wanted to understand what childbirth felt like. Right? Okay. 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 Listen. I cannot make this up. If I could. I put it on everything. If I could make this up, y'all. I would. I would. If if I could, I would. I swear to God, I would sit here and say, that's right now. But I can't. I'm stressed. I can't. The ba she stuffed the baby in her vagina. How old is the child? The baby was 36 months. Okay. So Wait that's a about a year so and a half. That's about a year and a half. 
Two years. No, two. See, two? Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> two years. <laughs> when niggas talking in weeks when they come to two. No, legit. Oh, my I God. Child First of all, the, I saw the baby was three. <laughs> so the baby was three. Oh, my God. So the baby was three years old. Damn she man. stuffed the baby in her vagina. The, the baby head mm. was already in her. Bruh. So when she called 911. She couldn't get it out. She couldn't get no because the legs were dangling. Oh my goodness! The legs were dangling. They said that the legs were dangling, bro. Legs were dangling. If I could make this up, it's not her baby. Not her baby. She's the nanny. She's the nanny, right? So, because I had to read this story over and over again. (laughs) She's the nanny, and she stuck the baby in her vagina. And when they came to try to take it out, it was so hard, right? It was so hard to do it because the baby's damn near the whole baby's body was in there. Shoulder, I mean, like it's the neck. You feel me? At least neck is in there. Like booms, like whoa. They gotta be gentle. So the baby is okay. Thank Thank God. God. The child is fine, and um, it did suffer from. I think she. I think the uh, doctor said that it allegedly. I think it's suffering from a little brain trauma right now. So it's okay. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that shit. Personally, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm shook. I think that that's such a sensitive profession dealing with other people's kids. Yes, and I think that one is a lesson to black parents uh, to be more present with our children. I don't know? even think that. Well, maybe, but well, in general, I, yeah, I, I don't know the yeah. specifics. Right, like, first, first thought, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's wrong to have a nanny. Absolutely, I'm not saying it's wrong to hire a nanny. Right, I'm just saying you gotta cross your T's and dot your I's with people that watch over your family if you aren't able to at the time. So that's bond. The second thing I would say <laughs> is, who the fuck hiring <laughs> service? Is screening these people. I don't even think she was probably in a higher service. You know, it what was saying? like the family. It was, it was maybe like a. It looked the way she looked probably looked like down the street. She looked like she neighborhood nanny. You know what I'm uh, saying? Not, not, and that's not, not even to be pop, funny. Not but the lady. no, seriously, I'm not even trying to be funny. But if you look at her picture on the news site, she looked like she is not a your nanny who wears the apron, maybe. She's like the bus driver that you yeah water out your house yeah <laughs> yes yes and that's not a nanny. She look like the nanny that nanny your kids when you about to go out to the club and she just in the room eating Snickers right and, and just chilling the and they in the bed. Oh. That's what it was. But so no one really expected this, of course. No. Wow. No. I, I wouldn't. No. It got to be more to it. I think. I think. I think it's a lot more to it. But it's just like. I I was just shook, flabbergasted, and taken by by that. It just, I just said, why? I said, first of all, that is a living, breathing child with a heart, lungs, skull, spine, mm-hmm. feet, toes, nose, eyes, teeth, tongue, <laughs> all this shit developed and yeah. still developing. Come on, Dr. Ty. And you still want to put this baby in your... Va- First of all, there's no air. Not at all. Not at, there's no airflow going up in there. There's nothing. Wow. And you called them talking about, I have a baby in stuck in my vagina. Yeah, you you using that to something. We're going to move on. Yeah. Because that's just ridiculous. Um, 
So, $750,000. Mm-hmm. Good number. Right? $750,000. What would you do with seven? Shit, if a nigga had $75,000. That's really no. no, for real. Because, listen, if y'all trying to donate to a brother. Cause no, right. Yeah, that, that's that's where. No, that's where I'm buying. $750,000? $750,000. What would you do with $750,000? To be honest, I might need to beat y'all. <laughs> because, listen. <laughs> At this point, that's what we're doing. You because. Me? So, fuck because, the inmates. Um, fuck the prison pipeline, you know. It's private interest, right? You, know, you see, this is a bad topic for me. Because, listen, the sheriff said, listen. Sheriff, I think in Florida. I believe the sheriff of Florida sat here was uh has seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. And you know Intentionally for inmates. Intentionally for the inmates to give to the inmates to for them for, for food. For funding for food, you know what I'm saying? Get more food for them, maybe better food, I don't know, because the shit they eat now is disgusting. Um, I wouldn't want to be in jail. Definitely not. Um again. Jesus. Stop. <laughs> Okay, we're not either. Don't ask me no fucking questions. Ah, fang! Keep it off the record, bitch. No, period. you don't need it. Don't ask no questions. Mama, love you. <laughs> no, for real. Seven fifty. Um, I, I think it should have definitely been distributed the right way. But that's just white privilege, man. You know, there's some crazy people out there who. I mean, he bought a beach house, bro. I mean, he bought a beach. Boy took to seven hundred and under and under Florida law. Under Florida law, right? Because you know Florida got them laws, yeah, them Florida. secret ass laws, them stashed away laws like that you bring out. Oh, oh no, ah, no, 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 no. ah, we got a law, bitch. Right. We going in the file. Wait a minute, skittles, my nigga. <laughs> Too <soon>. So <laughs> never, never. Uh, <laughs> um, what? Like he took the money and just hey. I'm, I got it for myself because he makes ninety. Uh, said the uh, the article said that he made ninety. He makes collectively ninety three thousand dollars a year. So he so, almost making six figures. Almost making six figures. It's not enough. And it's not enough. I need a beach house. I need a beach house. I need a beach. Because obviously, what are you talking about? Obviously, we're not doing it right. I mean, at some point, where does humanity kick in and say, "All right, I have a responsibility to not in my right because." In his mind, they're convicts, they're exiles. No matter how you look at them, right? You can go in for the pettiest crime of what? Shit. Parking. Jaywalking. Jay- yeah, right. Jaywalking to murder. Yeah. You know? And not saying that crimes should be, you know, Executed, or somebody should be executed, or somebody should die. Cause I don't, I don't like that. It should be proportional. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, as Americans, or as America, as the American government should mm-hmm. um, find new and improved ways of handling our quote unquote criminals. Um, I don't even like that word for real, um, but handling our quote unquote criminals in a way that. Gives them new life back into society. Um, because you take a seven hundred and fifty thousand you're low-key taking seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars from their miles. And yes, and yes, they're quote unquote criminals. But like you said, when does humanity kick in? You want them to die in jail? 
But I mean, you know, the more bodies you have in jail, the more money you make. You know what I'm saying? But we, listen, you can go watch the 13th for that one. Period. You know what I'm saying? You can get all that. That's but um, it's just like you you took from their hand. You know what I'm saying? Like they're humans too. They need to eat. First of all, the food that y'all feed them is disgusting as fuck. And like I said, I can't imagine. You know what I'm saying? But you took from their hand. Yeah, women's products too. Like, let's not forget about women in prison. And Absolutely, dealing with their feminine products and pregnancy and all these factors that play into specifically being a woman. Yeah, and uh, let's also not forget about the uh, LGBT community. Yep. you know, being trans in uh, in the prison system is not ideal. And I think that when we take away from all those different marginalized marginalized people, because yeah, not only are you a minority in this country, but you're also in the prison system. Yeah. Uh, in the fucked up judicial system that on top of that you still got people stealing from you on top of working for free on top of sleeping on stone on top of you know what I'm saying getting raped in jail like I mean stone it sucks (laughs) don't go to jail kids stay stay out of that like and they will tell you too don't be here like they will sit there and let you know you don't want to be here did you know it costs money to be in jail you gotta pay to go to jail like per day Yes, and it costs money per day. So you tell like a hotel? Yes. And I, oh, <laughs> hell no. Yes. Court fees, time oh, in jail, and then when you get crazy. out, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay that. Probation, like, it's it's a system, and it's a plan. So that 750000 is a very small Portion. fuck up, you know what I'm saying? Right. Compared to how long we've been getting stolen from. That's fucked. Yeah. That's so fucked. I don't like that. So Florida, I ain't I ain't even I ain't even Like listen, out. I was born from y'all, you know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> born right. in Florida. You know, I love I love I love I love that. Yeah, that state looks like a little wing. But y'all laws gotta change, man. It, it, it gotta be better. Y'all gotta do better. Do right, left. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chris Brown. Who? Stop. No, seriously, who are you talking about? Chris Brown. We're not about to do this. <laughs> no, real shit. I would love to write for Chris Brown. No, look, first of so, all, stop. let's just put that out there. Stop. I'll stop. Let you see first of all, <laughs> I, my will, man, some I, I will, <laughs> I will sit there and back up sense. Anything, man. man. You hear me? Anything, nigga. You want me to right. dance, nigga? What? What's up? I ain't I'm, gonna hit nobody for you, though, nigga. I, no, never was. I'm sorry. That. Yeah, you got all that. I love you, though. Clearly, but um. Chris Brown just put out a new song, Freaky Friday, and um, with Lil Dicky, and it has caught a wave, and it just made me think about how much how much I've grown up with this man, Absolutely. how much I have appreciated his music through his trying times, and like I said, as a fan, as a fan, I've said this on my show before, as a fan of Chris Brown, I critique him so much and when everything went down with him and Rihanna it it, it broke my heart as a fan you know what I'm saying because not only did it take away from him mentally but it took away from him you know musically for a minute because he didn't put out a lot of good stuff for a minute and that kind of hurt me Mm -hmm. but when he started you know finding himself again finding his hit Chris Brown again you know what I'm saying um and everything that that meant, going through the ups, downs, trials, and tribulations. And now coming into this this time, and you put out something so 
just just you, right? It's just so Chris Brown because I can see him saying all of this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh like the the, the 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 video was amazing. Lil Dicky was funny as hell. Chris Brown was funny. Um what I didn't I, I, I gave the video and the song a ten. Wow. Well I give the song a ten. Wow. That is a high rating. I gave the video I gave the video a ten up <laughs> until the point of Kendall Jenner. Who? Exactly. Um Yeah, first mistake, Chris Brown. Like what Ah she listen. I and and see I may be biased, but I don't give a fuck. Same. I just don't bang with the Kardashian effect, bro. I didn't. You didn't need it, right? Not because I feel like after the DJ Khaled, why am I yelling? That yeah. that could have been it. Yeah. That could have been it. Because Ed Sheeran was funny as hell, and then DJ Khaled come out. DJ Khaled, why am I yelling? That could have been it, Khaled. Right? That could have been it. So. That that's just my take on that. I don't know if you know you've seen the video or heard the song. I've heard the song. I haven't seen the video, but I can definitely see. You know what I'm saying? The Jin Dashians pan their way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just like, video. I just want. Got the inner workings of a woman. Like, like no. To do. Like, okay, yeah. I just, okay. I just. Pepsi wasn't. didn't work out. You feel me? That shit was a flop. Dude. Yeah. Fucking flop. Like, what so was sorry <laughs> for you. What happened? Whose whose plan was that? We need to we need to have a segment. I need to come back on this bitch. I have a segment dedicated specifically to poor PR. <laughs> because at this point, Woo! all this culture and celebrity madness and Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying? I'm proud of you personally, man. I think you're doing your thing with this the new music that's coming out, the features, the 40-track album. Like, congratulations. First of all, I've listened to the album like 50 million times. Yes. I've listened to the Ty Dollar features. Top to bottom. Bit. Top to bottom. But um, yeah, with the with the genders, you feel me? Like, it's just poor PR, man. It's it's, like it's always poor PR. Bad business, almost. always, always. It's always like that. Y'all don't. Always. I don't really feel like. Oh, oh, you want to talk about poor business and poor PR? Let's talk about Snapchat. <laughs> so speaking of Chris Brown, bring Vine back. You know, <laughs> let's not bring bring Vine back, bitch. You feel me? Because obviously, Snapchat is not. Not knowing when to quit. Because, first of all, we told y'all not to update it, and you updated it anyway. Right. I can't see nobody's stories no more unless I'm talking to them. It's been period. Right? So, I'm like, no. Okay, (laughs) this is wild. Then, you post this ad of slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown. Oh. Oh. Do you know Rihanna got in y'all ass? I just feel like, wow. Rihanna got in y'all ass and said, don't you ever, ever disrespect. Like, why would y'all even, like, what was, like, why would y'all even try it? Who's approving these? Who's approving like, these? Like, who is y'all, pe- I've been saying this move ever since the H&M, oh, oh, the H&M fiasco, oh, no. right? Like, y'all need some culture, like, y'all need some black people, fuck it, y'all need black people in y'all organization, no matter how you slide, waste it, weigh it, dice it, slice it, whatever, I don't care, y'all need black people in that bitch, because your sales are going to go down, 
Listen, you have a very, very good target market, Snapchat. A great when target. It, when it comes to the to the black community. Damn near everybody. Okay, damn near everybody. However, you lose a target market, it's going to hurt you. It may not hurt. And, and I think with the black community, it may hurt you a little bit more than you think it might. Just a little bit. Like, everybody has, like, most of the people have Snapchat. Most of the millennials have Snapchat and everything like that. Most However, millennials love Rihanna. Exactly. Who do you think they're going to choose more? You or Rihanna? I think I'm going for Rihanna, bro. Right. You feel me? I got her and, shoes. I got her makeup. Yeah, right. I got outfits, Fenty Beauty. I got purses. I got, what are you talking about? I got her you know perfume. I got her, her nudes. Like, <laughs> I love like, Rihanna. You think these girls and dudes not going to sit there and be like, bro, we, we choosing Rihanna, dog. Like, right, what are you fooling. talking about? Are y'all fooling. And in choosing Rihanna, you see, you have seen now that your sales have gone down. You also can't forget about the fact that it included Chris Brown. That's, right. that's really where y'all messed up. How hard have we all worked to brush that shit to brush under the it table? Off, bro. You feel me? Like, it happened right in the smack dab of our, like, Middle school to high school transition, you feel me? Like, or for my generation at least. No, seriously. And it was a controversial thing. Like, I remember lunch table arguments. Like, no, bro, like, that's not cool, you know? And then other people, oh, she and him, they hate each other. Like, all this different shit. It was a mess. They was couldn't be at the same award shows together. They could, they didn't know no music together. It was in court. Like, yeah. all these different things. Yeah. And for Snapchat to make light of that is less than professional. It's less than ethical, and I'm just want to. I'm just trying to figure out who lost their jobs because I'm <laughs> trying to put in my app. You feel me? Like, what's up? Like, y'all need a real social media uh, manager. What's up? Right at this point, because if because you, obviously y'all don't know what y'all doing over there. All y'all can think of is that. <laughs> what the fuck were y'all thinking? Like, or were y'all thinking at all? I, I'm just, I'm just not understanding, right? Because. We've seen this trend happening for a minute in 2017, and now I guess it's carrying over into 2017, and where you big corporations are trying to put out these ads and these marketing and these PR strategies, trying to be hip, trying to, be hip to the culture and everything, <laughs> but you're fucking up because obviously you don't have a culture-approved um, individual in there to approve your motherfucking PR or ass that you put out. Right? Going into the H&M shit. I said on my show, y'all must not have had a black person because y'all about to get trolled and I love H&M. I I have about two pair of H&M pants. I still shop there. I don't mind. Let me hit you with this. Allegedly, from an article, I won't name my source. (laughs) Same. Um... The mother in an interview was speaking on saying, I approve this message. And I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, I think it's perfectly acceptable. But let's not forget the multi-million dollar deal that resulted from that photo shoot. Mm. The H&M paid the family, you know what I'm saying? Not as reparations for the what happened after, just initially. You know, it was a pretty penny for this child to be able to represent this brand. Yeah. It just so happened to have a monkey on it. Exactly. From H&M standpoint. Right. How do you, what do you think about that? Like, the mom's cool with it. I said if the mom was cool with it, we need to shut the fuck up. Really? Hmm. Well. That's weird. Because, first of all, my thing was, I was always 
in the middle of this anyway. Like, I see where people are going with it, but now we're coming into a culture where we're just reaching for shit. Yeah, definitely. And I'm right, tired yeah. of people Reach reaching. Yeah, you feel me? Like, grabbing it, like, <laughs> really tightly. And that's how y'all grabbing some of these topics, very <laughs> tightly. And y'all don't want to let go. And it's like, it's, it's, it's to the point where that situation, I'm like, I get it. I didn't share the photo. You feel me? Like, I, I said, I get it. I get where some of y'all are coming from. I get your points. And, and with most of the points where people are, when it comes to stuff like this, I get people's points. Mm-hmm. However, look at the fucking bigger picture, first of all. First off. If the mama sat here and said, first off, if the mama sat here and said it wasn't a big deal, mom, you're good. It's good. It's cool. We're, we're good. But we have to look at the bigger. No, shut up. We understand. Now, addressing the whole picture, right. like I said, it's an h and failure, just like it's a Snapchat failure. You need a culture-approved individual, more so black, more, more so of the culture, who knows their business, who is education, educational and street smart savvy, to be in your establishment. That's what I'm trying to figure out, Todd. It's like... As much education as you and I both have, mm-hmm. and as much knowledge base as we have, just about culture and competence, mm-hmm. how what what people are in these approved and approval positions for these campaigns and these strategies? I think it's people who just put this shit on their resume and think mm-hmm. they can do something. Yeah, and then climb the ladder, suck a little. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe you know. That's crazy to me because at this point, like it just because don't make that, sense. that 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 these ads. That have come out so far. Pepsi, whose idea was that? Have you feel me? Snapchat. They have been culturally just disapproving. Yeah. And you're like, and you looking like, wait a minute, come on now. After come all, on now. after all that we've been through, we're going, we're right now going through a civil, another civil rights part two era in a way, and Hell we're yeah. still experiencing this shit. We're still experiencing the, the, the low jabs of racism and cultural appropriation. Like somebody was talking about Bruno Mars Dirt. and how he's culturally appropriating our culture and everything like that. Dirt. I said, first of all, hold up. And it was the Grapevine TV. I said, first of all, I, I tweeted him. I said, you're reaching. I yeah. think that you're reaching because Bruno Mars, even though he's Filipino Jewish, and I think he's something else. Um, not only has this man appreciated black music, he has given appreciation to black music. And if you want to go there, how many people have listened to J-Lo, DJ Khaled, and Sheeran? Right? Right. And she is definitely... And people even say Cardi B. And I love Cardi B. Oh, damn. Y'all, he coming for y'all next now. So. You feel me? I say people. I love Cardi B. People have even said Cardi B. So, if you listen to Bruno Mars, is it a problem that we're listening to Cardi B? Is that a problem? No, I don't think it is. Because they show appreciation to the culture. They're about the fucking culture. Or Logic. Or G-Eazy. Right. Logic or... Right! Come (laughs) on! Like, they're doing it that Little fucking dicky. Exactly. No, seriously. I don't exactly. Know. I'm not bullshitting this time. Like, who is Little Dicky? Little Dicky, like, um... Dicky? Little Dicky. He did the song with Chris Brown. Freaky Friday. Oh. 
So okay. he's a dope rapper. Dope, dope, dope. I'm very dope rapper. Check out more of his um, stuff. I'm, I'm familiar. He does it in his own way, and I like his avenue. Same. I like the avenue that he's going down. Um, but I want to get to the last topic. Do you think that DJ Envy, because I'm going to let the people decide on this one, right? Put a poll up on my Instagram. I'm going to let the people decide, but I want to ask you. Okay. Do you think DJ Envy should get the MVP of the week or the biggest loser certificate of the week? Envy, I think you overshot it just a bit, just a bit. Um, I, I, the show that he went on, you know what I'm saying, to talk about his marriage and to talk about what happened has to do with infidelity. Absolutely. And, you know, the comments that they had, of course, with humorous Jesus and Mero, they're actually very, very funny. Right. I prefer them over the Breakfast Club uh, just because of their commentary is quite lit. But their comments specifically toward Envy and his wife, you know, I didn't really take it that way. Mm-hmm. They mentioned her for sure, for sure. That mm-hmm. definitely happened. But what they said, Envy said, I was a different person at home versus at work. Right. His wife then said, I didn't know the DJ side of him. I didn't know him when he wasn't at home. Mm-hmm. Then Mero and Jesus came back and said, oh, but you knew the money. You knew the check. You knew the Envy checks. You knew DJ Envy checks. Right. So what I took that to mean was you were still, you know what I'm saying, benefiting from the lifestyle that he was living. Right. Not that she didn't have no money right. before they got married. Like, that wasn't even... In the gist. Right. So when he jumps jumps stupid, you know, on air with them, I thought it was just a little dramatic. Like, man, bro, everybody talks on air. Everybody talks on air. Y'all can talk about anybody that y'all want to talk about. But God forbid I say anything pertaining to any part of your personal life, and then it's a problem. Mind you, they did say, I apologize. I shouldn't have mentioned your wife. My, my fault. They you did. Know, come they out did the gate apologize. with that. But to storm off, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to, you know, all of that. I feel like, chill, bro. Like, they made a mistake. They're younger than you. And it was a teachable moment. I think so. As well. Boom. I, I agree. I agree with all of what you just said. Um, like I said in the beginning, man, uh, I didn't know. I knew I wanted to bring this up. I didn't know whether to give him the biggest loser because he walked out. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest L of the week because he walked out so abruptly after they apologized. And Charlamagne um, was so messy. Oh my god! <laughs> he talking about some. Oh, have y'all ever been pressed? No uh, legit. No legit. Talking about. I'm like, have you ever been pressed? I'm like, bro, chill. <laughs> See, God. See, and mind you, if you haven't seen the interview, Envy was pissed. Envy like, was pissed. He, I've never seen him on air. Yeah, that upset. yeah. I've never seen Envy like like that. Like right. That. And, but um, yeah, I think I think he had every right to be mad um well not that mad not 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 that mad as much as the breakfast club bring up a lot of shit about a lot of people anybody everybody talk about your career Damn talk there. about your hair right. you sex life and body everybody they just had michael blackson on the show you feel me like come on enough now. said enough said like shout out to michael blackson shout way. right shout out to michael blackson but still it was just like okay after they apologized milking it you you just let it be you feel me y'all are we are all in this industry of media and commentary and music and right. everything. And we we have to know how to have thick skin, right? Right. It's just like how Monique came 
and her and Charlamagne got into it for a minute. You have to know how to have thick skin. That was lit. That was a lit interview, wasn't it? The, from Jump, the, from Jump Street, end. exactly. When she and came you, in hugging them. Like, Hello, Leonard. Okay, Leonard. What is your name? She Leonard. Was that yeah, name. by his name. name. Okay, his by the name. name his grandmother gave him. So, no. Checked him the whole time, Leonard. Like, you okay. haven't done your research, Leonard. Leonard. I said not Leonard. Oh, it's Leonard. Oh, Leonard. She said, Leonard. I said, ah! My is my spirit animal. Stop. Um, hey, my loves. I, that's what I should have said to y'all when I first came on the air. But, hey, um, my babies. Right. How you doing, sweetheart? I need to... She, it's okay to love on me. I, that's it. Come love on me. You know she was like, come on, baby. It's okay. I said, boy, this is about to be a great interview It's right all here. shade. Oh, it's my all God. Shade. It was beautiful. It's great, but man. Envy, just... Like I said, I'm going to let the people decide on this one. And Envy... Let it go. Bruh. Right. Let it go. You and your wife are happy now. I guess. You, I, well, let me not so. say shit. I hope I, so. I, I, want you I hope so. Trying to check me. You, you, you feel me? <laughs> Call or emailing my ass. Like, I, I, I don't, don't even know who the fuck you are, nigga. Um, <laughs> you just started this shit. Right. And I, I will screenshot that bitch and be like, nigga, we made it. Ah. <laughs> I ain't giving him no shine. I feel like. Like, no. If you want to be in the industry, you feel me? Yeah. You got to be prepared. Yeah, you got to be prepared for the skin, man. Like, I'm prepared. Listen, I'm prepared for shit, okay? I critique because I critique myself. You can't tell me about me because I already know me. I critique me. I already I put myself down. I have picked myself up. Yeah. I have told myself about my, listen, you can't tell me unless you my mama for real, okay? You can't even tell me about me if you not me, Right? And that's how you got to look at it and be like, listen, they just commentate. They just there. They just there. They look, they probably look at you like a mentor and you don't even know it. I'm just saying. Hey, if from my perspective, I don't if know. I was Jesus or if I was Meryl, I would have been like a little surprised. A little bit. Especially from I, learning, And I think they were. Yeah. Especially from learning that they had time spent together before, oh, had, you know, yeah, like a, a few minutes just shooting shit. So to go on air and then to start, you know, talking tough, talking over people, you know, you kind of let it's your show, bro. You feel me? You don't gotta, you don't gotta do all of that. It's your show. They on they on your time. So as a professional, I understand being upset. You just gotta do better. But as a professional, you just gotta I understand better. being a professional. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta do better. So all right, because I, I I definitely look at I'm a fan of the Breakfast Club, and I do. Same. Shout okay, out to Charlamagne, messy ass. Uh, yeah, definitely Charlamagne, Uncle Charlamagne, messy ass. And uh, I look at y'all, Char- uh, Charlamagne, Envy, Ye, like y'all all cool. And that was just, that was, that wasn't, that, that, yeah, that was just, don't do that. You so okay. fine. She just man, keep her composure at all times. Oh like she never. Yeah, she, you she need a man. She... I'm 24. You feel me? I'm in my master's program. You feel me? I get my master's next year. Right. Hit me up. You feel me? That's it. I wish I could remember the little the, one of them numbers from one of them songs. You know the hotline. Six seven eight triple nine. Listen, seven seven three nine. Wait, seven seven wait seven 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 ninety three eleven. Hey, you feel me? Ring Hit me up. Ring my bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good good music, ah, not legit, not legit. <laughs> so we're gonna take a five minute break. We will be back with the second half of the podcast. This is your boy Devontae with my guest host, Apologetic. And we will be back in five. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast. 
What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back again. We are back again with the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae and my special guest host, Apollo Jetic. Period. What's going on, brother? Chilling, man. Chilling, man. I'm so happy uh, just to have the opportunity, like I said earlier, to be on your show and uh, to have my little time to to spit my opinion on hey, this I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Right, my own little personal segmentation. <laughs> Gotta be a little shady, you know what I'm saying? I think that's why I'm gonna name the episode. Just a little shady. Just a little shady? Just a little shady. Just. See, just you don't have people thinking I'm a bad guy. No! Right? See, <laughs> it's not. It's not shade if it's the truth. It's all love. It's all love. And that's what it some is. Some shade, all love. Some, right, some shade, all love. You know exactly. what? Perfect. There we go. Yeah. So, let's maybe move from the shade. Psych. <laughs> nah, but no um we're never moving from the shade uh because we want to talk about our favorite underground artists um i want to bring into account the uh, topic that um apologetic brought to the show um so we wanted to talk about our favorite underground artists and how underground has become really the new mainstream and when you when you brought the topic to my attention, I had to think about it for a minute and really research it. Like, okay, yeah, underground is really underground musicians, underground music, underground producing, um, just underground, the underground genre mm-hmm. is becoming a, um, a bigger stage. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and with so many streaming services um, that are now in play, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube, Vivo, yeah, Vivo. Um, what else? So, so many others. Uh, Pandora, you know, um, right? Everything, you know, everything is becoming available, and most of them are free for your content, you know, to put on your content, and it's becoming more more accessible to to get underground music now. You know, you don't have to go, you know, get the mixtape. Out the back, you know, or get it, you know, stop it, or you know, go to a or go to a mixtape site and download it off the mixtape site, you know, like we back did back then, maybe you know, a couple years back, you know, because a couple years back it wasn't this many, this many streaming services. It it was really SoundCloud. Yeah, pre two thousand nine. Oh, definitely, it was more so SoundCloud. More so, you have to go into like. The, the mixtape.com websites and you gotta find them Spin you know yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely um so let's get your take on your favorite underground artist um awesome. and what do you do well first of all what do you think underground what is your definition of underground? two very great questions to answer your first question my favorite underground artists are people that I connect with in more ways than one right. so um, it's kind of following like the celebrity trend. I want to break down the definition of underground uh, by using examples. Mm-hmm. Let's say Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj started off as an underground rapper. Right. You know, she started off with mixtapes, worked her way up and up and up the ladder until she eventually was signed to a label. Right. Had to then figure out her niche market. Had to identify the things that people appreciated about her and draw them up you know what i'm saying right. so she tried out the harajuku barbie thing after she got signed to her label you know she tried out the 
Roman to try to all of these different minds and 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 listen, we can even say Beyonce. Beyonce started off as a label, you know what I'm saying? Post Destiny's Child. I'm talking about her solo career, right? But she also had very transformative moments in her career with Sasha Fierce, um, with Destiny's Child, with her upspring of concert revenue. Like so, Beyonce was really the first person, a part of our generation, to do major, major, major concerts. Yeah. And that's kind of how I define underground. It's like without all those flares and sparkles and without all those label-recognized attributes, are you still making shit shake? Mm. Are you still being successful and putting out things that, one, sounds good, and two, people are fucking with? Right. You know? So that's underground to me. I like that. that. I like that definition. You might not be able to go on the arena tour across country or sure. across Europe, but you might be in your city shutting the local club down, packing it out, and everybody know your name. If they don't know your name by the time they get in there, they know when you leave and they're following you someplace. I feel Ooh. Like, those are the people mm-hmm. that I think are starting to make a bigger mark on the industry Absolutely. than we've seen. Especially with social media. Especially. Um, See, it's so crazy because now you can kind of link music with social media with streaming now, mm-hmm. right? So now you're not really underground anymore. Exactly. It's kind of not, you're not underground anymore. You're independent. Right. Now you're an independent artist, right? Um, so who is who, who are your favorite underground artists then? I, I don't. Because I, I, uh. I can give you mine. I can, I can give y'all so many. I can give you my my top one of all time. Probably. Please, Plies. Okay, Plies, 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 baby, Plies, Plies. I grew up with Plies in my basement, mm-hmm. um, and being a, a Southern boy, also you know, I can relate to Plies on so many levels. Like Plies, literally. Was has been underground for so many years. Like he's has hits. He has, definitely he, you definitely don't like. Don't get it twisted. Plies has his hits, but he does not have hit. He he didn't go into the Gucci level, Gucci Mane level, right? Sure didn't. You feel me? Because once Gucci Mane came out of prison, you see how he just, just like skyrocketed. GQ magazine. You know he got a a flower on his uh. On his pinky ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, he, he went somewhere with Keisha and they are just living their best lives. And shout out to Gucci Wang. But Gucci went from literally underground to mainstream. And that's okay. Plies literally stayed underground. And literally is still rocking concert. I want to go to a Plies concert. Mm-hmm. Just period mm-hmm. to experience it, okay. That's Especially okay. right now, he has his, the single out. She is my rock. What's up? Hold on the spot. You know what I'm saying? That's my jam. So you, right. you know what I'm saying? Hey. She is my rock. Ah 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 You feel me? Like, and when you're underground, you have to make tours happen. Yeah. You feel me? You have to make. And and it's not going to be a worldwide tour. It may not even be a nationwide tour. It may have tri-state. You feel <laughs> me? It may just be a local tour. And you know he he was he's so versed in his marketing and in, in, in his in his way being himself. Yes. And knowing his target market 
that not only is he using social media now as a way to literally get everybody involved, you know, because now you have moms doing it, you got parents doing it, you kids, got kids doing bosses. it. You know, now now you see him still being underground or independent, as I would say, mm-hmm. but still carrying that mainstream appeal. That's what I've loved about Plaza so far. That's I think that's what I've loved about Plaza as a, just an independent underground artist is that he's kept that mainstream appeal for so long, but it's not mainstream like we see Gucci Man. Not mainstream like we see the Migos. Not mainstream like we see Little Pump. Even you, you know, yeah. <laughs> little Uzi Vert now. The Internet in, Kings in of them, Rap, literally in, in them. And them. You all know, like them. I said last week, the Internet Kings of Rap. All of them. Like I, you know, yes. shout out to the Mumble Rappers. Uh, Y'all have a place in my heart, a very special place in my in my Turn Up Cup. <laughs> absolutely. Like in the Turn Up Cup. Yes. We throwing y'all in there. Panda. Stop! I'm dead. But who would be your? Who would be your? Because I have I have a few more. They're like Detroit rappers. So like Fly Young. Okay. Um, he's a uh, rapper out of Detroit. I actually did a a piece on him last year, mm-hmm. and he's like, a, it's weird because Detroit music is so hype, mm-hmm. right? You know this. Detroit music is so hype. It's so. If you know Detroit music when you hit Detroit. Absolutely. When you right. hit the when you hit the freeway, you, hit the freeway like, you know Detroit music. As soon as the lane is widen out, you like our, our rappers are they're they're very lyrically versed, but they're so fucking hype. And it may be too hype, over overhyped, the beats are overhyped, but that's just Detroit music. Yeah. With Fly Young though, he keeps that same essence and Brings in like I feel like he literally brings in his own style of I I kind of I kind of give him like a J Cole vibe okay mixed with a little Kendrick vibe but also but still keeps the nostalgia of that Detroit of the city, yeah. of the city. and it's amazing to see him um, just flourish as a rapper right now like went to school with him him and another rapper uh, G Mac like they they're Flows totally different, style totally different. Both keep that nostalgia of the uh, of the city. But killing the game. But killing the game, you know, and they still up and coming, right? Because as an artist, because y'all are entrepreneurs as well, you feel me? No, and I hate when people don't look at that because when you're an independent rapper or an independent artist, period, independent rapper, singer, artist, uh, musician, producer, painter, painter. It don't matter. You're you are in the category of an entrepreneur, which means you have to have thick skin. And sometimes you may not get that gig. Sometimes you may not get that single out. Or sometimes you may not even get that project out when you wanted to. You feel me? Or at all? Or at all? Right? Mm-hmm. Because you may not have the fun in that time. Life happens. You feel me? That's what happens when it when it comes to entrepreneurship. And we, as humanity, have to understand that entrepreneurship is not. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the thing of an artist, and I don't really consider you underground. Why is that? Right, I don't know because you, your wave has just been riding. <laughs> like it's just not underground though. I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like your wave, like your wave has been consistent, even if you have not put out anything. Right, mm-hmm. I think in not just in the Allendale community, but in the Grand Rapids community, 
mm-hmm. I think that wave is definitely still around. Like, okay, well, when is James putting out another, you know, when is putting out some music? Like, what is he doing? You know what I'm saying? And I give a lot of credit to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis and Chance the Rapper for putting, you know, for starting this trend and being more independent with your music. Um, Shout out to Chance. You know, uh, giving music for our kids. Yes, that's, that's yes, lit. yes. We don't have anyone doing that. Right Absolutely. Now. So it's Rob. a little corny from time to time. A little bit, but I'm happy. You know, I, I don't have a daughter to give the right and music, and that's so. right. And um, so I want to get your your uh, your favorite underground or independent artists, as we say. Man, my my I have so many, and I I hate that I have limited time. Because I would love to come back, like, a pause it. Let me think of six. Yeah. Months, you know what I'm but um, to name. Give me, like, five. Okay, I, I'll give you as many as I can. I love, I love this female rapper. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the, the female MCs, women MCs, oh, lady MCs. My God. However, socially acceptable term. Whatever is. Whatever right. you would like to be called. Right. Um, got some bad bitches, <laughs> and uh, that was aggressive. There's one woman in particular who is amazing. Her name is Mona Lise, and mm-hmm. she's actually from Detroit. Shout out to Mona Lise. I've gotten into her recently. Three one three A. And on top of her social media presence, her lyrical advances are so poetic and it's so Shakespearean that. And is she still able to translate her Detroit vibe and her heartbreak in all of her songs and her lust? You feel me? So many different ways are transferred from her mind into her music and also in her visuals. When I tell y'all her music videos are dope, uh, her IG is dope, her presence is dope, her photography or, you know, whenever people do pictures of her, it's dope. Like she's doing her thing and I can't wait to say that I I listened to her before she made it big. So, yeah, and she's based out of Detroit. Uh, I think her Instagram is at Real Mona Lise, something like that. Um, M O N A L Y S E. So, please check her out if y'all get a chance. You you won't be disappointed. My number two, and these are in no particular order, is also a female artist. I love my sisters. Like, they don't get enough. Oh, yeah, they they never get enough praise. Exactly. And I I want more of that. I hate it. I don't like that. She is based out of Georgia. Okay, uh, on Southern Bell. Right, more yes. specifically, more specifically ATL. Okay, and her name is Ray Louise. Okay, Ray Louise. She's a singer, songwriter, tracker, arranger, sister. Oh like, my God. you're my friend in my head. Uh, your vibe is amazing, and I've been rocking with you since you dropped your first EP, and now she had a second full length album that. Was just released. Okay, or full little project, I should okay, say. Okay, yes. It's called 1990X, Nostal- or excuse me, Nostalgia 1990X. 1990X, like 199X. Mm-hmm. What that means is uh, the the writing from her recent work mm-hmm. is all based from her inspirations in the 90s. Literally. Oh, see, I love that. So she gives you Janet. She gives you. Jodeci, she gives you, you know what I'm saying, Tony, 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 all these different yes. vibes are thick in 2018. Right. And she creates that aesthetic in a brilliant way. Her first EP um, is brilliant. It's, it's just amazing. Her first song on there is called Muse. She's just a writer to the T. She gives me Jasmine Sullivan without the mainstream appeal yet. Gotcha. Mind you, I say yet. Gotcha. And I'm also happy that I'm getting to know 
her as an artist uh, through, so, through social media. And I'm going to be able to hype her up when she does make it big. Period. So, yeah, shout out to Ray Louise. That's R-E space L-X-U-I-S-E. Ray Louise. But it's got an X in there for the O. Cool. Shout out to Ray Louise. Big shout out. Let me think now. Number three. Mm-hmm. And I say always number three is the hardest. To be honest with you, and you might not consider him underground, or you may not consider him independent. I, I'm sure he's with a label now, but Eric Bellinger does not get enough recognition. I do love. <laughs> I do like Eric Bellinger. This Won't say love, but I do like Eric Bellinger. His discography alone is like nothing to laugh at. It's yeah. nothing to be shy about. His albums are out like four, five, six works. You know what I'm saying? His features are powerful. His my favorite work from Eric is Cuffing Season Part Two. Yeah, it's lyrical, it's melodic, it's vibes, bro. It just gives you something that radio play isn't giving you. You know, I think I think and shout out to Eric Bellinger because Cuffing Season Part Two was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's doing more. You know. And I, think, like, go. and I think he is signed to a label. Mm-hmm. I'm not for sure. Um, but I've been hearing about Eric Bellinger for years. And um, just started giving him a shot, huh? Yeah, honestly. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me, let, me, let me see what he's about. He's actually very talented. Extremely. Um, songwriter, singer, rapper, I believe. Um, and probably producer. You know what I'm saying? I think he produces most of his music. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think, I believe he just got signed to a label. I'm not for sure. But I don't think he really needed a label. No. Um, his wave is strong. Extremely. Extremely strong because I think he's well-versed in every department uh, musically. Agreed. And um, I, don't, I don't really think that underground musicians really need labels at this point. I just think that you need a good streaming service. Good or di- or distribution. at the, Maybe not even distribution at that point. Because we're, it, it, it's make and see I think when it comes to labels now, they're getting scared. Oh, they should. They're getting scared. Because you don't need me like you used to. Oh, no. I'm only signing you now. Back then, you know what I'm saying? They would give people different ideas oh, and yeah. then they would just put them on different levels oh yeah for example people don't know that alicia keys and angie stone were on the same music label and their careers kind of balanced off each other alicia took off so angie stone never got exactly. that spotlight you know she ended up having a baby with d'angelo uh, and all these different things happened uh, after flow tree but she still never you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. got that shine so uh yeah, so Eric Bellinger, keep doing your thing, man. You're I want to write for you one day, bro. Like <laughs> you're just amazing. You're Come on the show. Harmony concept, everything. So next up, we have another artist. He is probably based in Georgia also, and he's a part of the Dream Loud team. Okay. Dream Loud Productions. His name is El Hay. Why have I heard Dream Loud before? Dream Loud, yeah, yeah. They do quite a bit okay. musically. And um, El Hay is E-L-H-A-E. He is a writer, uh, instrumentalist, like, production is amazing, vibes out the ass. My last project, Equinox, is 
quite inspired by some of his material just because he sets a tone for the night and the day and a pace that is pretty much unmatched right now. We got a few other artists that are picking up similar vibes like LA, uh, but on that same token, he offers the originality that makes him unique in his craft. Come on. Because his writing and the rapping and the singing and songwriting all play in, in one piece. So Listen, check he, him out. He giving, he giving me people to check out. You feel right, me? right. Write right. this shit down, so, man. Don't just, you feel me? Right. Don't just listen. Write <laughs> that shit down because I'll be pre-listening to this bitch probably like twice so I can write it down make sure I got it, bitches. Okay? Exactly. So let's, let's recap real quick. We got Ray Louise. Mm-hmm. We got Eric Bellinger. We got El Hay. Mm-hmm. We got Mona Lise. Mm-hmm. Next up, my literally all-time favorite songwriter right now like is James Fontelroy. James Fontelroy. Okay. Never heard of him. You, Shout the, out to the James bad Fontelroy. part is, is you have heard of him. Oh my God, that's the crazy part. Yes, he damn Gag near, is. <laughs> he damn near wrote finesse remix. Like, oh wow! The, you know what I'm saying? The ins and outs. He's worked with so many other artists, like. He's a producer, basically, right. and an arranger and a writer. And if just to be in his midst would be an Amazing. experience because he's worked with country artists. He's worked with funk and R&B and rap and gospel and all these different platforms to create his works, you know? Jeez. So, yeah, James Fauntleroy, shout out to you. I love you, man. I cannot wait to meet you one day. So that's five. And so I don't bore y'all to death. I'm dead. <laughs> I will give y'all one more artist who I think you should definitely, definitely check out. And that is myself. <laughs> Got Apologetic. Check me out on SoundCloud. Check me out on IG at Apologetic. I consider myself an underground artist because I my sound isn't isn't quite developed all the way yet. I'm still trying to figure out what vibe I want to flow on. You know but, what? That's honest. Yeah, I, I, I want to flow on them all, though. That's the hard part. That is the hard part. Fuck around. I, I'm going to do a rap track. Y'all going to be hey, shook. Hey. You, <laughs> come on now. Completely shook. Like, wait, come man, on now. Is it a rapping now? Like, I'll be like, boy, stop. <laughs> boy, don't, don't get don't, your Stop it. Don't, <laughs> don't start flaming them out here with yes. the rapping. So, yeah. Um, my own writing style is... Somber was probably a poor word choice earlier. It's very intentional and specific toward feelings of loneliness and feelings of pain and regret and all these different subjects that aren't easy to talk about for some artists. But I love to talk about them because I choose to confront my issues. Um, But recently, this new tape that I hope y'all have already listened to or will check out one day soon is Equinox. It's on SoundCloud. It's also on Bandcamp. And that tape is pretty much the opposite, man. You're just gonna give you got a almost about fifteen hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, over fifteen hundred uh, listens. Sorry, Ooh, just wanted to let that be right. Quick little, you know yeah, what I'm saying? saying. So go ahead and check that out. Stop bullshitting. Please do. We we probably I haven't looked in a couple of days, but we we probably tipping on around two thousand right now. Yeah. So I'm just thankful to all the ears that have heard it so far. All the critiques, like I'm trying to learn. So help me help you you know what i'm saying like if you think i could do better if you want me to write a song about something hit my line man like let's work together and collaborate professionally and just for shits so. apologetic man <laughs> i appreciate you for coming on the show brother yes sir thank no you man thank you listen he's not he's not wrong um 
I just don't do this for shits and giggles. You know what I'm saying? We just don't do this for shits and giggles. Um, I always take constructive criticism. That's why I tell y'all to rate me. Um, rate if you listen to me on Apple Podcasts, because I literally take constructive criticism very, very um, seriously, because mm-hmm. um, I give it to myself. Um, so I'm always critiquing myself. So if I miss something, literally y'all tell me. You know y'all are my supporters. So um, I thank y'all for kicking it with us. I thank Apollo Jetty for coming to kick it with me no problem. on this great Sunday. Um, let's see. We just hit a thousand plays, man. We just hit over a thousand plays Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. total on uh, every platform that I have right now. Choo. SoundCloud has it like that. Choo. So Choo. 20, 24 episodes. And counting, well, 25 now and counting, and Boom. already over a thousand plays. I'm just Boom. Am- amazed. Not even counting the platforms that I used back in the day. Boom. Uh, so just to have that, you know, let's just continue that. I, 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 when I tell you, I can't, I can't just fathom thinking about it like a year ago, having where I was to where I am now. Like I just really thank y'all. It's really because. Of I, I, I really say it's really because of y'all. Y'all take the t- the time out of your day to just listen. Just listen. And it's, it's, it, it just fills my heart with joy. So make sure you listen. Make sure you continue to follow. Um, follow my business page, my Facebook, my Twitter. Uh, did you want to shout out your Twitter and everything? Twitter, Instagram? Sure, man. At Apologetic. Follow me on IG. I don't tweet. Mind your business. Ah, <laughs> damn! This is me though. Shout out to all the tweeters and twatters and all of that. Listen, because Twitter done took off my life a little bit. So I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> me to on you. Tumblr porn. No, period. <laughs> don't follow me on there. Don't follow me. No, <laughs> because you know Tumblr porn has become the new porn hub. It's the got best. Everything. Yes, it, it has everything. But you know what? We'll say that for 26. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But um, make sure you guys follow. I have everything in the description box. Make sure you guys follow all of our pages. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Vontae's World has an underscore V O N T S T A S. I'm sorry, underscore World. Okay, that's Vontae's World, and uh, I'll make sure I have everything under the description. I have one more Sunday left for the Opinionated Co-host Month, man. One more Sunday to go. Um, and that Sunday is completely free and completely open. Might so, fuck around come back. So, hey, hey, listen. Fuck around. I, <laughs> Hands up. Listen, you. if you hit me up by Thursday, by 5, and it is still open, if nobody has it, you are free and welcome to come back, my brother. I do not mind. My have to make shit shake. Yes, hey, 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 you made some shit shake today. You feel me? <laughs> Thank you. So, so um, I appreciate you for coming through. I appreciate everybody for listening. We're going to be back next week. Maybe with Apollo Jetta. Maybe not. We'll see. So y'all keep it y'all keep it breezy. Stay easy. Okay. We'll be back next week. All right. I love, love y'all. Peace. <laughs> I said peace. <laughs>